FM 104 is switched on and I'm joined by the director and co-founder of Dublin Comic Con, Carl Walsh. Hello. Hello, thanks for having me. Thank you very much for chatting to us. So you just celebrated 10-year anniversary last year. How does it feel that it's been going on for so long? Tiring, yeah. but it's fun. <laughs> fun as well. It's, it's a little bit surreal, to be honest with you. It's, it's lasted and grown this much over 10 years. Yeah. What have been some of the main differences since when you started? Oh, it's, you know, we're still learning so much. Like everything from the venue right through to what we do and different aspects of the show, it's just changing year on year. Like looking back through floor plans and just all documentation, I can see how every two years is something new with it. Like we're, we're constantly learning. It must be quite nice actually to have it documented like that. Oh, it is. It's, uh, we have actually, we have unreleased the documentary footage from 2013, 14 and 15. Wow. So something that was uh, in play back then, it never came to light, but it's nice to look back at it and see the differences and see how things changed. Yeah, I'd, I'd imagine so. And it's coming back to the convention centre on March the 9th and 10th, three weeks away. Too close. <laughs> Very close. Yeah. At this point, what do you be doing? Everything from floor plans, make it, answering emails as best we can because you get so many emails of it. Just a lot of people every year we have new people come to the show who've never gone to a Comic Con. So you spend most of the time catching up on those emails right through to doing inventory in the warehouse and building the sets. Those, all the displays you see, we build them in house as well. Mm-hmm. So it can be everything from accounts on floor plans and emails right through to building aliens and castle walls and a workshop. How long does something like that take you to build? Uh, it depends on how many uh, mates we can wrangle into it, to be honest. <laughs> uh, but let's say about two weeks per set when rushing, and mm-hmm. some sets can take up to a month. Wow. So blood, sweat and tears goes into it? Quite literally at times, yes. Mm, I'd imagine so. So tell us about what's happening on the 9th and 10th of March this year. So we're back for our spring edition and uh, this one, the way it worked out was a little different than most and that we actually have a lot more voice actors around the gaming scene from GTA, from Baldur's Gate, as well as people from Netflix's uh, One Piece and Mark Shepard from Supernatural. It's a nice mix. So we're coming back with uh, different guests every year, but also we take over the whole building of the convention centre and we have everything from independent game developers coming back this year. We used to give them tables Back in 2016, we started it and we're bringing them back to the shoot and showcase the work right through to theme academies for young kids, for science, technology, engineering, art and math. And we're just trying to incorporate every aspect by working with different communities and groups that really bring different things to Comic-Con, not just costumes, not just actors, not just gaming, but everything in between. And it's amazing how these areas have grown as well over the last few years. I suppose with AI and everything as well taking off, like these fit nicely into that as well. I do. Look, uh, AI is great, but then I suppose when you have art and you're talking about artists as well, like mm. you have to watch out for AI art being snuck in as passed off of somebody's art when it actually isn't. But then from another point of view, you're talking about filmmaking and AI and that, and there's it just creates a good buzz around. Uh, What's uh, not not arguments, but uh, conversations. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, spirited conversation, and let's let's face it, that's what the whole show is about: is cre- creativity. At the end of the day, 
yeah. everything around the show is comics, games, movies, and that's all creative. And it's such a community as well. I've been there, I think, all, pretty much every year, I would have to say. And there's such a community of people who just love being there. Oh, there is. It. There's people, we see them coming in, because you see where a lot of the tickets are purchased. Mm. And there's a lot of people from mainland Europe. We have some that come from Australia every year, right through to, from the very first show. I remember seeing families walking in, and the parents are looking around like, where are we? In a more so confused way, <laughs> and a little bit like, why am I here? And then within a couple of years, there's suddenly a whole family in costume, wow. and they become part of the machinery, and it's, they go from just being a spectator to being, I say, a community. They go, people know who they are. They're like, oh, what costume are you doing this time? So, yeah, it's, you do feel a great feel for that. Yeah, it's better to say, it must be a quite nice feeling for you guys who've put it together. Oh, it is. It's, it's stressful. It's mm-hmm. tiring. At times you're wondering, why do we do this? But on the day when you see everyone having fun and you see the, the reaction afterwards, that's what makes it worthwhile. Like it's, I've, I've seen people come up, and especially the children, I might be a bit in their shells. They just come up and say, look, can we head in this way? Mm-hmm. Want to get a birdie, stay for the hour. And they come out with big smiles on their face because like that, that's a place that they can just let loose and have fun. Yeah, and just enjoy themselves. Exactly, yeah. And the costume competition is always a big draw as well for people. It is, and we're actually changing it up a little bit this year. Okay. Uh, what we're doing is uh, more of a masquerade. So apart from uh, prizes for the, the younger audience, like mm-hmm. the, the tots, it's less. It's no prizes. It's all about getting up and talking about it. We're going to put the money elsewhere into different parts of the, the cosplay village. But we want people to get on stage, not just to win a prize, but to get on and talk about what you're passionate about. Because there are a lot of people making the costumes. They actually go into the special effects scene in the future. Like the amount of them we've seen that have been making costumes out of foam or cardboard when they're younger. And now they're either going to college or, or they're working in the industry. So it's like, let's promote that aspect. Let's promote the, the play part of cosplay. Let's bring the fun back into the contest. It's not there to win prize. It's there to talk about how I made this, why I made it, and like, you can make it too. Oh, really nice. That's great because like people, the, the amount of thought and effort that they put into them is unreal. So it's nice to bring it back to that. Oh, it's, it's amazing. Like I've, I've seen costumes with wings that fold in and out, mm. still, everything from really high end. Like you think to be gowns that would be made for weddings and royalty events, like the detail they put into it from a piece of foam looking like metal. Mm. Really impressive. Is there anything in particular you're looking forward to yourself? Uh, the whole thing, to be honest, well, whatever I can see, but <laughs> overall, I'm looking forward to people seeing the new sets that we're building. I'm looking forward to people spending time with the indie devs on because we have the likes of Larian Studios who created Baldur's Gate, of which we have some of the cast there. But they'll be there and hopefully talk them then with up-and-comers in the gaming scene who are developing their own games. And we want to, I just want to see people walk away happy saying you know what I had fun or mm-hmm. I made a new connection or I learned something new and people can do meet and greets and autographs as well what do they need to do before they get there for that if they just check the website the likes of the autographs you can book in advance mm-hmm. the sorry the photographs you can book in advance apologies the autographs you just walk up you see where they're at the table speak to a staff member you join the queue and you don't even actually have to buy an autograph if you don't want to you can queue up and just go up and say look I love your work. 
And a lot of guests love that as well. You, you don't have to buy anything. You can just go up, say hello, mm-hmm. and then go to their panels to hear them talk, ask them a few questions. So it's it's not just about the autographs and the photographs, which are big, but it's just interacting with that person who, to you, could be nice. So where's the best place for all the information? Yeah, just on DublinComicCon.com, uh, everything under the FAQs and on the main page, or just email us if you can't find us. Excellent. So Dublin Comic Con is on in the Convention Centre, March 9th and 10th. Carl Walsh, thank you very much for chatting to us. Thanks for having me.